Welcome to the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We believe that life change happens best in circles, not rows. And so whether we're talking about your life group, your D group, or your family, this resource exists to help you make disciples that make disciples. Today, we are going to be talking about how to invite people to your D group. And so uh, we, if you, in this imaginary scenario, Mike, uh, go ahead and put yourself in this. We have been in a D group together. Um, I don't know if you've ever been in this hypothetical D group world with me, but we're there again today. <laughs> Do I need to close my eyes? That's right. That's right. And so we, we are often here. It is usually Black Press, our local place, or Starbucks, and we've been together and uh, and you have been the leader so in this scenario and you told me like three months ago hey we're gonna multiply it was really sad for me you helped me kind of navigate it i'm like okay i'm gonna step out and i'm gonna lead my own d group um, you helped me think through some people and who i could invite and now i actually am about to go do the intimidating work of going to my first uh, in, to give my first invitation to somebody to say, Hey, would you be a part of my D group? Big time. It's a big time. It is. It's big. It's big. And so it is pretty much now the, the mentor or the mentee has, is becoming a mentor. And so it's a, it's a big shift and it's pretty intimidating for me. Um, my hope is that today's conversation, we're going to help if that's where you are today. Um, if you are stepping out and you're about to have that first conversation with somebody to invite them into your D group and you're a little intimidated, I hope today is helpful. And so that's it. So we're going to get into that. Um, a couple of things to kind of set to give us uh, just some context for this. Why this episode is so important is that when it comes to starting a D group, two of the most important factors in the success of that group is one, selecting the right people, and two, setting the right expectations. We say that all the time, but it's so important right now as you're thinking about starting your D group that you select the right people and you set the right expectations. If you haven't already, check out the Am I Ready to Lead a D group episode and the one about selecting the right people. Those two previous episodes are going to help you to make sure that you're on track in starting your group strong. And then this one is going to help you navigate that conversation as you invite your first D group member to be a part of your group. So with that said, the scene is set. Mike. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I have already called my friend. Um, I've said, hey, I'd love to get together for coffee. Um, let's go to Starbucks or Black Press. Um, or maybe it's just, hey, real quick, I want to FaceTime because I'm, do I'm planning to do a digital D group. I have that time one-on-one. -on -one. You've given me the D group overview, which we have in the show notes. What do I need? As I go into this invitation, why is it so important that I do it well? So we have a saying that um, your invitation communicates your expectation. So Ooh. if you are underselling to try to get people to bite, right? So I think we have this natural tendency to, we want somebody to do something with us. We know that it's good for them, um, but we feel like maybe there's going to be some hesitation. There's this natural kind of inclination to make it sound um, less than what it actually is. Uh, and, you know, logically, you know, there's some sense to that. But the problem uh, when we 
when we give a weak invitation or we undersell what we're talking about when we say, would you like to be in a D group with me? Um, is it is it's setting the bar for the rest of that group. And if mm, you set good. the bar low from the beginning, when you try to raise it after the group starts, it's going to be next to impossible because they are, they're signing up for what you invited them to. And if yeah. you say, Hey, it's going to be super easy. You know, we're just going to kind of do whatever. Uh, but then when you get started and, you know, two, three, four weeks in, now you're expecting, hey, we're going to memorize scripture. We're going to read plans. We're going to do this journaling. We're going to do all this stuff. That's not what they signed up for. You know, it's yeah. almost like a bait That's and good. switch without intentionally doing a bait and switch. And when that happens, we can't get upset that this person mm. isn't doing what we want them to do, what we know is good for them, because that's not what they signed up for. So when we when we give that initial invitation, we have to be very clear what it is we're inviting them to. So yeah. Vic, as you've I mean, you've done this invitation several times in the D groups that you've led in the past. You know, what are some common mistakes that uh, people make? Um, a common mistake would be to end. What do I need to do to get you in the seat of this car? <laughs> you know, or what do I need to do to get you in this D group? <laughs> the used car salesman. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. But in taking that sentiment, though, I think there's the used car salesman has one aim. It is to get you in the D group. But that's it's different for us. We're trying to say, here is what we're doing. Here's our D group. And we want them to do what God's calling them to do. Um, and so uh, some of the phrases that you're going to hear people use in an effort to get them in the D group um, is – Hey, you know what? Just, just come when you can. Um, that phrase right there, come when you can, like yeah. that kills the, the expectation level of the group because what happens is it minimizes the importance on attendance. And right. so just, Hey, we meet every single week. We we're going to meet at Panera on Tuesdays and, and immediately my response says, well, you know, I got, um, I travel a bunch or whatever. And we say, you know what? Just come when you can. And what happens is that person now already knows, okay, that's, that's optional. A better response would be, Hey, that's fine. If when you're on the road though, we would ask that you uh, zoom in or that you do a FaceTime in and that you join us digitally. And if for whatever reason you can't, you always send prayer requests and hear journals and your scripture memory uh, beforehand so that you can be a part of the discussion. And so that's, a, you know, don't say come when you can communicate, you know, hey, stay engaged with us even when you can't physically attend. Uh, um, the second mistake that I hear a lot is do what you can. So, oh yeah. man, that's, that seems like a lot. You say, you know what, just just do what you can. Yeah. That if the first one minimizes attendance, this one minimizes commitment, and that's where you know they're going to say, man, well, I can do the hear journal stuff and prayer, but I don't really need to do scripture memory, <laughs> you know. And that is where the, that's the piece that we really, we got to be careful to. Instead, we want to say, Hey, you know, I, I understand it. Maybe you don't have a history with that. That may be intimidating. I would just ask that you're, that you'll commit to being a part of the group and to growing that you'll look at your life and say, what's plus one of what you're currently doing. And that you'll commit to that. You know what I hear when I hear those two questions, Vic, what is that? I hear come when you feel like it. And do what you feel like doing. 
Yeah. And if yeah. we're honest with ourselves and we hear those questions, that what that's what that communicates. Hey, I want you to be a part yeah. of this, but you don't really have to commit to anything. You know, just yeah. come when you feel like showing up and do the stuff that you feel like doing. And guess what? Over a course of time with that attitude, I'm not going to feel like showing up or doing any of it because I got something better to do. This is nothing. This, That's it doesn't right. mean anything to me. I've got no commitment. I've got no investment to it because I can just kind of do whatever I want. So yeah. it, I shouldn't be surprised when that person or that group fizzles out because if I started it that way. That's exactly right. No, I, I think, it, and that's, again, it's like, we've just got to be careful because as you said early on, our communication sets their expectation. And so with that in mind, how do you respond when people aren't sure? So you give that expectation, it's clear, it, the, you set the bar high and people just, they're, they're not sure. How do you respond in that time? Well, this is another one that goes kind of, against the grain when it comes to our nature because you know when we're inviting somebody into this for us the win is to them say yes so it's hard to it's hard to fight against that idea that my goal is to make sure that they do this uh when instead it should be more this is a journey that i'm on and i'd like you to come along with me but it's okay if you don't Because if you're not ready, it's better that you don't do it. Because if they're not ready and they jump in and they do it and they have a bad experience for that person, D group's a waste of time. Oh, I did that D group. That really wasn't my thing. It didn't really work out. I'm going to go do something else. Um, So if you've got somebody that is uh, on the fence, your goal should almost be to talk them out of it. And again, that Mm. sounds counterintuitive to what we're trying to do here, but I am more interested in the person that I tried to talk out of doing it that is persisting to do it, (laughs) you know, if that makes sense. Sure. Uh, So you've got that guy that's like, well, I really don't know if I should do it. Okay, great. You you don't have to do it. I am trying to give them every possible out to tell me no, because I don't want a person in there that doesn't want to be in it. It's that person of faith, right? Faithful, accountable, um, intentional, teachable, hungry, all these things. um, That's what we want. We don't want somebody that we're having to drag into the group. So don't force anybody to make a decision in the moment. And I've even actually had a guy, I invited into the group. Yeah, I want to do it. Like immediately he was jumping. I was like, no, hold on. I love your enthusiasm, but I, I want you to take some time to think about what we're doing. I want you to pray about if this is what's next for you. And then if the answer is still yes, awesome. But I don't want you to answer me in this moment because we're friends or because you'd like to spend more yeah. time with me. Vic, I know it's hard to believe that someone might want to spend more time with me, but there <laughs> I, are I a few of them. Say that. There's a few of them out there. Um, but I want them to take the decision-making process in this seriously. Yeah. Uh, And the answer may still be yes in a couple of days. And then awesome. But in that instance, they know and I know that they took some intentional time to really seek God's wisdom and whether or not this was the right season for the everybody should do it. The question is, is now the right time? And well, I love what you're like, I love what you're saying, because it, it kind of comes back to that used car salesman phrase, like of what does it take to get you in this D group? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, 
the motivation behind the used car salesman is his own gain. Yeah. Um, you know, and like, and often when they're on the fence and we just push them, it's, it's really more for us. Like, and, and sometimes it comes to noble intentions. I don't mean to belittle that. Like, man, I really want this for you. But you know, the truth is man, like, I want what's best for that individual and I want them to want it. You know, that's really what's best for the individual is not for me to want it for them. It's for them to want it and for it to be the right time. And what I keep hearing you say, like, don't force them to make a decision today. Don't push them. Is this this idea of like our goal isn't to to just push them into a group. It's not to get them to say yes. It's it's for them to respond to what God's calling them to do. You know, and yeah. like I, I love the, the heart behind that. Um, and as somebody who is a high persuasion guy, like I, I love sales, I love all that. Um, I have to catch myself. Like, yeah. okay. Uh, I, I, it's okay if they say no. And so I, I just love that the intention that behind everything you're saying. There. Well, and a little disclaimer too, you know, we're bagging on used car salesmen a lot, uh, in this episode, there's nothing wrong with being a used <laughs> car salesman. We're just simply saying that right. this is not sales. Like I'm, I'm not trying to sell anybody anything. I'm trying to invite them along with me on a journey. So, mm. you know, we don't want guilt-driven groups. We need to give them time to make a decision. You know, if they're on the fence, we want to push them to not joining. All of that stuff is kind of the, hey, I don't want to do this or I'm not sure. What do we, how do we know or how do we get an authentic yes from somebody? Yeah, I think that authentic yes is, again, I love what you said, guilt-driven groups. Like, we don't want guilt-driven groups. We don't want them to say a yes uh, and not mean it. And so a lot of people say yes because of people-pleasing. And so, like, man, I like you. I want you to think uh, highly of me. I want to spend time with you. Um, some of it is uh, this, like, it, it's a it's a works-based thing, too. Like, oh, man, like, I need to get in a deeper to, like, level up my Christianity. Uh, you know, like, that, and so it's just kind of like their next step in their journey. I like that level uh, up. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, a fear of conflict. I don't want to say no because you may, you, like, you may be upset with me. Uh, there's just are in some of them they like the idea of it but really if you come push comes to shove they don't actually like it yeah. they just like the idea of being in it and so like there's a lot of a lot of reasons why you cannot get an authentic yes and what you're trying to push is you want them to have an educated authentic yes where they have counted the cost they know the expectation and it's not that we want that for them but they actually want it yeah. And so I'm going to just ask clarifying questions like, hey, do you think you have the available time for this right now? Is this a, a season where you can commit to these disciplines? Um, I'm going to ask, hey, which of these disciplines do you feel like is going to is going to be really good for you? Which do you maybe feel like is is the most intimidating? All of that just kind of facilitates a conversation um, that gets them talking about it. Hey, like what excites you most about doing this group or Hey, what maybe is, what are you most concerned about? And so I don't necessarily have this, ask this, then ask that, but it is these questions. It just says, Hey, how are you feeling on it? And you said this, which I really like, don't ask them to commit in the moment. Um, I, I'm big on that. Like there's sometimes where it's kind of clear, but the truth of the matter is like, uh, especially if they're, if they don't want to do it, but I feel like, they should. I just feel like, man, okay, those concerns, I really think if you took before the Lord, it wouldn't hold up. Um, or somebody who uh, is, is, man, like, I want to, and I'm like, I really think you need to weigh the cost. 
all of that, I'm like, hey, why don't you take back, pray on it? And here's the deal. No pressure. Like, you're not less of a Christian. There's, God doesn't love you less. I don't love you less if you say no. And I don't love you more. Christ doesn't love you more if you say yes. Yeah, I think we also need to understand, too, that we shouldn't be doing any of this in our own wisdom. Yeah. You know, all you know, this goes right around. This is coming like full circle to what we do first is pray. You know, yes. we're seeking God's wisdom about who needs to be in my discipleship group. So when we're having these conversations, if that prayer life is not continued on, and if we're not constantly relying on the Holy Spirit's guidance and discernment and all of these things, um, it's not going to work. You yeah. Because we don't have, uh, you know, as insightful as you may think you are, Without the Holy Spirit's guidance, we don't know. We don't know That's where right. that person is. Uh, we don't know what the Holy Spirit's doing in that person's life. We have to rely on the Holy Spirit and His discernment as we're working through this process, which means, shocker, we're doing a D group. <laughs> you need to keep up with these disciplines, <laughs> whether right. the D group is active or not, right? Like these are personal spiritual disciplines. So, I just I wanted to make that note real quick that through this entire process we have to be leaning on the Holy Spirit's discernment mm-hmm. to be able to navigate this well. Yeah, and I think not only are you leaning on it, you're trusting him for your person's decision. You yep. know, and that's where like when we put it there, I take it out of it's, it's no longer on me, I'm just taking them and it's between them and God. And uh and again, I think um, I just want to, as you're getting ready, you know, to go and invite somebody in, I just want to take off some of the pressure. You know, God's gone before you. Um, you've been praying for this person. And I, I'm, you know, I believe that God's already either been pushing and nudging that person in the direction of saying yes, or giving them clarity that, man, maybe right now is not the right season. Um, and if it is a no, man, the Lord's got somebody else in mind um, it, for your D group. And so like the Lord is definitely at work and, uh, and I don't want us to feel pressure and put too much value, um, and worth in ourselves in how many people say yes, how many people say no. Um, because man, like God's going to put together the perfect group for you. And so as you step out, so let's say now, as we kind of wrap up, I want to, I want to share, share with you how we're going to help you now take this next step, because you just asked some people, um, some said yes, some said no. You then added somebody new. They said yes. You have three, four, five people. You're ready to start a group. Here is how we want to walk alongside you in your ministry. Um, we are first going to ask, would you register your D group? So all this is in the show notes. Registering your group just lets us know that you're meeting, which allows us to continue to give you the resources you need to do this well. And so register your group. Tell us about who's in it. Um, even if you don't personally go to, uh, to Long Hollow or the people don't, we want to know so we can best support you in your ministry. Um, the second is when you do that, this is what I'm talking about. You're going to want this. We're going to send you uh, a resource called our D-Group Starter Guide. Now, this is what's awesome, Mike. One, we have our D-Group Starter Guide, which is for Long Hollow. But also, we have our replicate, uh, replicate D-Group Starter Guide. So if you are a church leader at a different church that's listening into this, 
we want to equip you just like we are here at Long Hollow. And this is one that you can use in your church context with your people. And so it is uh, the same. It's, it's all the principles of our Long Hollow, but put in a way that you can use at your church. And so you can take the starter guide that best helps you. And it's going to walk you through the first three weeks as you launch your D group. And then lastly, we would say we want to we want to continue to walk with you. And so subscribe to this uh, podcast channel if you haven't already. And that way you can continue to get training for the days ahead. And so we are so excited um, for your ministry that you're that you're moving towards. If you're currently in a group, um, we, you know, we hope that it finishes well and your new one launches strong. And if you are just starting your a group, we are excited for you to step into that D group in the days ahead. Please let us know how we can help and have a great week.